All right, now we're going to do a hard 180. We're going to pivot to the IRS and uh, all things problems with them and how you can get solutions. And Linda Nader joins us now from Accelerated Tax Resolution. And uh, Linda, thanks for hopping on with us. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, John. Thank you. Oh, it's so great to uh, not chat about that bill anymore. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, this is really important stuff. And explain a little bit what Accelerated Tax Resolution is, what it is that you do. Um, what we do is we are focused on handling IRS or state issues for tax liabilities for uh, small business owners and also individuals. And you guys have been um, doing we, this a long time, right? Yes. Um I, I've been in the field for 31 years. Um, you know, now that we're seeing that the IRS is hiring 87,000 new agents and spending money on technology, um, we definitely see that we need to take a, a, a prominent role in helping good people get out of a bad situation. If someone listening says, I can do this myself, what are your th- to, to, to fight the IRS or respond to the IRS if they're audited or they're in trouble or they haven't paid their taxes in a while and they get a letter? What's your response to someone that says, I can do this on my own? You know, according to Chuck Reddick, the commissioner of the IRS, he says, yes, definitely, you know, you should be able to call an agent and get this taken care of. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. It's sort of going into a game and you don't know the rules. I mean, we know what we can do. We know what the IRS can and can't do. Um, When someone calls up, unfortunately, they're going to get an agent on the phone that's going to take their personal information, uh, even their bank account number, and try to convince them by the end of the phone call that they owe this debt and they should just pay for it right now and be done with it. Otherwise, bad things are going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that may not be the case, right? Like no, that no. You, you guys know the rules and, and possible solutions that are that strike a middle ground, uh, maybe a vigorous defense, right? Like there's a lot of options people have. There really is, because what, what most people don't understand is even though the IRS is out there to, to grab their money, um, they also do consider the circumstances of the individual. And that's why I said good people end up with a bad situation. It may be that somebody has a medical issue. Um, they're divorced. They go through a horrible divorce. They're disabled. They're underemployed, unemployed. Maybe they're retired now and they're on a fixed and limited income or you know, innocent spouse. Unfortunately, even in this day and age, there's people that are filing tax returns, not telling their spouse about anything on that tax return, Mm -hmm. a lot of time even forging their signatures, Mm. and then all of a sudden, the notices start to come. Right. And what point should someone go to AcceleratedTaxResolution.com or give you guys a call? Is it at the moment that the IRS contacts you, or is it someone, if they know maybe they've not been in compliance and they're losing sleep over, they should reach out to you? When do you want people to, 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 to call you? You know, we got two calls yesterday, to be honest, and one was from a gentleman that had received a notice this week, and the other was from a gentleman that received a notice seven months ago. Uh-huh. And it's a whole different situation now with how we have to work to try to get both of those people out of almost essentially the same situation. So the earlier that you can call, the more options that we have available to us. There comes a point where when the IRS says about their fifth letter, you know, we're done with you. We're going to start, you know, notifying your employer and garnish your wages. We're going to take your bank account, um, you know. Once they notify the employer, that's never a good situation for the employee. Um, So you can't stick your head in the sand and hope that the notices are just going to stop or that you fall off somebody's list. 
um, they're going to keep pursuing you until they get what they want. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's like when you have a nagging pain, maybe in your tooth, and yeah. you're like, I'm not yeah. going to the dentist. I don't like to do that. And then even even just calling the dentist and sets up the setting up the appointment starts to make you feel better. Just like right. just knowing that there maybe is going to be a solution to this. I imagine that's kind of the the peace of mind you at least bring to people. Like, hey, we're going to have to go through this. This is going to be a thing, but I'm on your side. Well, and the biggest thing about it is generally 99.99% of the time, once we start with someone and we get their power of attorney, they're done. They do not need to speak to the IRS. They do not need to show up to an interview. From that point, we are the representative, and we do our job to get everything taken care of as quickly as possible. We have the right phone numbers to call. We know who to call. Um, we know people at the local offices. So you know, we're able to get where we need to get to a lot quicker. When you call into the IRS, you're getting one of the lowest-level employees you can get, whereas the people that we're calling are two or three levels above that lowest level. Right. And I just, because giving up power of attorney sounds like this big, scary thing. Can you explain what that means in this circumstance? Oh, what happens is, is a power of attorney gives us limited ability to represent you. So on that power of attorney, if you're an individual, we put that it's for your 1040. We put the year, say that the IRS sent you a notice for 2018. We put down 2018 as the year that we would be representing. So the only thing that allows us to do is we can call the IRS, get your transcripts, talk to them about your situation, correspond with them, right. and then at the end of the day, present to you what options are available. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I just wanted to, I didn't want to scare anyone away by that term. No, it because, does. Yeah. It does. And it, it's, it's for a very specific and limited thing. Uh, 312-981-7200 is our phone number. If you got any text uh, questions, please text them in, call them in. We actually have a few in already, Linda. Can we take a little break right now, and then we'll do more of this afterwards? Absolutely. All right. I'm excited about it. I love tax stuff. I think it's fun. Linda so Nader. I. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. Linda Nader from Accelerated Tax Resolution, acceleratedtaxresolution.com. Get your questions in. More after this on WGN. 720 WGN. It's Let's Get Legal. We're powered by the Illinois State Bar Association. Linda Nader, continuing our conversation from Accelerated Tax Resolution. And that's where you can find their website, too, acceleratedtaxresolution.com. And I see there's a little button up there for a free consultation. And you just click that, type in some stuff. I imagine that you just want people, Linda, if they got questions, reach out. You, they, you never you never know what you can do for them unless you ask. Right. I mean, a lot of times we get calls and maybe the person only owes $5,000 or something like that. And it doesn't make sense to have somebody be a representative for you. We still can give you the resources of what you need to do uh, in order to save yourself money when you are dealing with the IRS. Um, we also don't take on a client if we can't help them. You know, it, sometimes know. we refer out to attorneys, tax attorneys, if, if they're more in the criminal end of the spectrum. Um, we just don't deal with that. For sure. Someone wanted to know about uh, if if bankruptcy, claiming bankruptcy, can get you out of the IRS debt that you're in. You know, generally it can't. But under cer- certain circumstances, it actually can. So the first thing is, is it has to be income tax debt. It can't be payroll taxes or anything like that. Now, the debt must be three years old or older, and you have to have filed a a valid tax return for the debt two years before filing for the bankruptcy. And you must have filed your tax returns honestly. There can be no tax evasion, no fraudulent returns. Um, It just has to be a legitimate, I I just, I don't have the money. Yes. Yes. 
but yeah. I didn't lie when I when I filed. Okay, exactly. Uh, so I wanted to know how soon can the IRS take your wages? Is it right away? Do they have to give you some notice? Is it years? What is the normal situation? You know, it depends, especially with COVID. The notices coming out from the IRS have been a lot more inconsistent than before. Um, but now with their budget for technology being up so high, um, we feel that they're going to get back on track. What happens is is the first two letters that come out 30 days apart are more letters where they just are corresponding with you saying, we don't think your tax return is right. Can you contact us and tell us if we're right or wrong? So it's just more of an introduction, sort of a pen pal. And then what happens is now when you get into letters three and four on the notices, they start saying, you know, you're ignoring us and we're not real happy with that. Mm -hmm. And then after that is when they can start to say, you know what, we have an intent to to levy or to lien. Um, You know, they can levy the bank account. They can lien property. Um, can you explain those two terms? Contact third parties. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Linda, but I just yeah. I, I, we we say these terms levies and liens. Can you just really quickly explain what each of those two words means? Yes, um, you know, a levy is something that can only happen at one point in time. So if they levy your bank account and there's money in that bank account on September 24th, they can take that money on September 24th. If it's not fully paid. They can't go back on 930 and take the rest of the money. Okay. It's a one-time thing. So it's a one-time hit, and then it's done. Okay. But now a lien is something like on your property. So they could lien your home or a summer home or, you know, property that you have, which means that that stays on there until it's satisfied. And the problem with this is a lot of people don't even know until they go to sell their home that they have a lien. And that means that if you owe fifty grand until it's paid, they effectively what to your home? They don't let you sell your home. There it is. Yeah, I thought okay. that's, what I, that's what I thought. But you know, sometimes we use these terms so much that I think we think everyone knows them. And then I go, wait, I don't really quite know what that means. And that's why I asked the questions here, Linda. <laughs> exactly. No, and it's a great question. We have that question all the time. Yeah, for sure. And that, you know, and, and, and the liens are horrible because. There is a process you can go through with the IRS to get the lien taken off to sell the property, but then at closing, the IRS still gets that money. For sure. How do you want people to reach you? What's the best phone number that people can reach you guys at? 833-TAX-PRO-3. Okay, that's easy. 833-TAX-PRO-3, acceleratedtaxresolution.com. We're not done yet, Linda. I just wanted to give it to people in case they were running out of their car. Um, Oh, perfect. Small business wanted to know, small business owner says, I'm behind on my payroll taxes. Uh, I don't know where to start. Uh, Should I talk to the IRS directly? (laughs) I don't know about that. No. Uh, The thing is, is what, what he's involved in is a trust fund recovery penalty. So what happens is we have a lot of business owners because of COVID shut down. When they shut down, they still had payroll taxes due. And those payroll taxes, because that is money that came out of your employees' checks, Mm -hmm. is now considered a trust fund. So it can come to you as the business owner, even if you close your business down. And there are things that we can do because of COVID and everything to work with you with the IRS to try to minimize that amount owed with penalties. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, when I say accelerated tax resolution, I just because sometimes when people think quick, that's a good thing, of course. But some people wonder if they're if they're sacrificing something through that quickness. Can you explain the accelerated part of what you do? 
Right. The, the thing is, is for a lot of the accountants out there that don't regularly do representation work, or what happens is, is they're almost going through the same process as the taxpayer would in calling in. You know, because of the fact, I mean, I have a former IRS agent that works for me. I have enrolled agents that work for me. Um, we're on very good terms with attorneys, bankruptcy attorneys. Because of their skill sets, we're able to get to the right people at the right time. So we're able to make things go a lot quicker, especially now, you know, after COVID, than a lot of the regular uh, professionals out there can. Okay, that's a good answer, because I think a lot of people think they wrongly associate speedy with ineffective, where this is the opposite. This is the connections that you've built over your many years of experience, uh, utilizing those to move things quicker, but also uh, smartly. Um yeah. I know six three zero wanted to know: Can you compromise with the with the IRS? Yes, yes. There's offer and compromise, <clears throat> which is an agreement between the taxpayer and the IRS, and it settles your tax liability for less than the full amount due. Now, it's only un- available under certain circumstances, though. But the thing is, is even if we can't do an offer and compromise, there's other options to handle those tax liabilities, like a, a partial pay installment agreement or, or things like that. Right. Someone texted in about the 87,000 agents pointing out that some are going to be for compliance and some others. I know you weren't trying to expose that they're going to be knocking on everyone's doors like some people have been saying, but the fact that there's going to be more money in that world for them to, you know, go after people is just going to people. People have to be smart about what they're doing, don't they? Well, yes, we haven't seen this kind of funding for the IRS since 2009. So the, the thing is, is they've had a lot of years where they haven't been able to increase their budget. They haven't had, been able to replace agents that retire. They haven't been able to get the new technology in. Now they're going to be at the forefront of being able to do that. And it, it has to be then that there's more notices sent out and there are more agents hitting the ground. 833-TAX-PRO-3. 833-TAX-PRO-3. That's a phone number that is fun to say. It's acceleratedtaxresolution.com. And Linda, I appreciate you sharing your time with us today. Oh, thank you so much, John. You take care. Yeah, we'll do this again soon. A lot of great questions on the text line. We'll have to get those answered uh, another day, and I'll get you over to 833-TAX-PRO-3. That's going to do it for Let's Get Legal, powered by the Illinois State Bar Association. Peter Greenberg coming up next after the news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom on WGN.